It started on Friday, and it just continued on, spilled into Sunday even with a crazy weekend for Illinois sports. Um, Of course, on Friday, the first thing that kind of kicked it off, we had a football commitment um, from Indiana. The Illini were able to add a um, an offensive lineman commit, um, a kid who we kind of had known and been following, um, Hunter Whitenack, who was a 2022 offensive lineman from Newcastle, Indiana. We've been following him, three-star kid, been following him for a while. He's 6'7", um, has, you know, just a, you know, kind of a mauler mentality, and it's a really good get at this point in the in the game. He had an offer from uh, Cincinnati, for example, who's really good program. Um, so he, had, he comes in on Friday, and then Saturday starts. And we get, you know, a commitment from Hank Beatty, who's going to be joining us here in a few minutes. Um, Hank is the wide receiver from Rochester, Illinois. He put up, uh, just had dynamic sophomore season. And then this junior year, he's had to move to quarterback, and he's still putting up great numbers as quarterback, wide receiver, slot, back, whatever. He committed to Illinois as a slot wide receiver. Um, very athletic kid. A lot of Mike Dudek in him, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, you know, he's got a little different kind of game, but very similar to Mike Dudek. Um, quick in and out of cuts, has that quickness, you know, a little bit bigger than Dudek. You know, he's a little taller. He's 5'11". Um, so they add Hank Beatty, who's going to be on our show, along with his uh, – be joining us a little bit, along with his uh, high school head coach, Derek Leonard, who will be joining us in a few minutes. Then, speaking of Leonard, the football team adds on Sunday morning Clayton Leonard, another offensive lineman. Um, Clayton Leonard is a, uh, you know, a kid, a three-star kid um, who is a – you know, and this is one of those things where you kind of look at um, these guys and you say, you know, well, he's three-star, whatever we've got a, you know, when you're putting in three-star offensive linemen, um, kids that can, you know, that you like and that fit your mold that you think can be effective here. Um, this is a really good, you know, this is a really good get for Illinois. Um, this is the kind of kids they've, they've now added, you know, three offensive linemen, Clayton Leonard, six, four, two sixty-seven, very good feet. Um, had offers from Purdue and Iowa state, um, so these are the kind of kids. Yeah. I mean, people say, well, Illinois state offered, well, sure. But I mean that they have to offer to try and get maybe a kid like this. So football gets that. Then we found out that basketball gets a basketball on Saturday. We get Alfonso Plummer, who's one of the best shooters in the country. In fact, I mean, if you have a chance, get online and watch his, um, expo, watch his shooting, uh, expertise on display against Oregon state who ended up being a lead eight team where he hit 11 threes in the pack 12, um, in a, against a pack 12 opponent, he had 11, three pointers in a single game, which is just astonishing for a six, one guy to get that many shots off. He is, uh, he's a game changing kind of shooter. Um, when he, when he's hot, he's just, you know, it's very difficult to guard him. He can really strip, spread the floor, space the floor. Um, he's also a, a very good and willing defender. Um, although he's, you know, it does, you know, you say, well, he's not enough length, but you know, he's a kid that come off the bench and play 20 minutes and really bring offense. You're going to, it's hard to, hard to zone a team when he's on the floor. Um, so you got that as Oregon state found out. And then, um, then you added in Trent Frazier announcing his return, which was funny because I mean, everybody knew what Trent was doing, except Trent was, you know, Trent's Trent, so he's messing with people and having a good old time, um, thanking him for four years. And then, of course, we, you know, the good thing is if you were on IlliniGuys.com, you already knew that, um, you know, that was Trent was coming back, um, and he had a video coming out later that afternoon. So, but Trent Frazier announces his return, very important piece because of Trent's defensive prowess. Now you have another ball handler to go with Andre Carbello. 
Um, you know, obviously we feel like Andre Cabrera is going to have the ball in his hands, but Trent Frazier provides some security. You know, when Bello gets in that early foul trouble, which he you know struggled with a little bit last year, or when just you, know, you got to get a blow, you know, to get him on, get him some time on the floor because the ball is in his hands a lot. And times when he can play off the ball a little bit and allow, allow him to not, you know, wear down as much physically. So on the basketball side, it was all good. Um, and then even on the crazy thing was on the uh, you had a men's gymnastics actually win a national championship in the uh, NCAA pommel horse. Um, Ian Skirky, um, who was a uh, won the pommel horse with a score of fourteen point one six six, he's the NCAA pommel horse national champion, which is really kind of cool. Think about it; it's not something we follow, but um, it's still pretty cool. And maybe as closely, you know, but it's uh, pretty neat. So we win a national title. And then we get Sunday. We have a little bit of bad news maybe when uh, Kofi Coburn announces his intentions to leave, but we knew this was coming. Again, if you're on IlliniGuys.com, we talked about this yesterday and announcement was coming out today. It did. Um, Kofi is going to test the waters, go through the draft process, see what he can find out. Doesn't mean he's coming back. Doesn't mean he's going. Obviously, in his mindset right now is to go pro. Uh, he wants to go and, and earn that money and you know start his career, but at the same time, he also has to make uh, the proper decision for himself. You know, he has to make a decision that fits. He has to make a decision that um, it will be beneficial to him in the long run. And right now we'll, we'll see it. We don't see a lot of mock drafts. He's going to go to workouts. The one thing about Kofi is he's physically, he's, I don't think people realize just how athletic he is. Obviously we know he's big. We know he's strong. How well he runs the floor is really impressive. So if you had that, maybe a little bad news, but also on the basketball side, we get more good news. We have, uh, and that's why we call it maybe a super Saturday or super weekend. I don't even know. It's just been kind of crazy, just the, the constant barrage of Illini basketball and football and gymnastics now news, was uh, the 2022 commitments. A pair of kids who are three-star ranked kids, haven't been haven't gotten the national to ride. Now, I understand that this is the COVID. Some of these kids didn't get evaluated last summer. Um, they're just now being seen by scouts against quality competitions in live because some of the kids, if they're from Illinois, they didn't play, you know, or, or maybe they had a different role um, on their team. AJ store is the first one. Um, he had some great games this weekend. Uh, they played four games up in Chicago. It's the prep hoops tip off classic. Um, great event. Um, got to play against mean streets. Um, got to play against some really good competition store in this last game, put up 31 and nine um, consistently, you know, scoring over 20 points a game. Just a six-six guy who can shoot the ball extremely well has a great, you know, great physicality, great body. Um, definitely going to vault up in the rankings um, if anybody watched him play at all this weekend. Then you throw in um, the guy who I think had been really underrated before, and that's uh, 2022 guard Reggie Bass, six-five. Um, he's, he's a combo guard, but he, he can score. You know, I guess combo cause he scores, but he really is an excellent facilitator has a great handle. And the fact that he's unranked is almost criminal. He hit a three pointer on Sunday afternoon to beat, uh, beat a CP threes team, which is a very good, very talented group played against top 50, top 100 guys all weekend. They went four and oh. Bass scored 100 points in the four games, 25 points a game, not to mention the fact that he facilitated, he, um, kick did kickouts, driving kick. He pushed the ball off the floor. He and he's a great, tremendous defender, very quick laterally, um, and has that six five length. So Reggie Bass is another kid that's going to vault up the rankings into that top seventy five. Of course, as we sit here now, Illinois is still looking 
in the basketball side to pick up another um, a po- another power forward type. Um, obviously, at the top of the list is a guy like Trey Mitchell. We've mentioned Joel and Tomboy um, as a possibility. Uh, maybe some high school kids as they you know get out of the letters of intent or something or decommit, whatever happens there. But they definitely want to add a piece there on the front court. And you see Kofi, Kofi announcing Omar Payne was a lot to do with you know, providing that type of insurance. You've got a top former top 50 recruit now in Omar Payne who is on your roster and, and ready to go. So that that's part of that. I, I think it's really uh, impressive what they've done with the, the basketball recruiting um, in this portal, um, adding to, you know, some key pieces, uh, Omar Payne, um, Alfonso Plummer, maybe not the biggest name guys, but now Trey, Trey Mitchell would be one of the top guys in the portal. So if they're able to add him, obviously you have no, you don't really have any fear for who, you know, for if Kobe returns, does return. Because the great thing about Trey Mitchell is he can be your five at times. So you could pay Plain and Mitchell together. You have Coleman Hawkins coming off the bench. So it's a, it's really, uh, you got a lot of versatility um, with this, this roster going forward next year. So, and of course, Monday night, is the football spring game. Um, and, and I can't, I, I, I haven't been excited to see a spring game for a long time, Illinois football. And so it's going to be on the live on the big 10 network. Very excited to see that on Monday night. Um, you can watch, you know, from home, they had limited fans tennis. Obviously they the fact that it sold out so quick was also cool. It was free, but still people taking those tickets, willing to come out and be a part of the Illinois football kind of transition. Uh, the Brett Bielema era kicks off here. So, I think we're excited to see that happen. It's been a while since I've been this excited for football. Um, it's really fun to see. Illinois has a veteran team, and, and they have a lot of guys that have a lot of experience. And so now it's just putting their schemes in place, figuring out how they're going to use guys. And and kind of I think this is a team that can massage, you know, six or seven wins in the fall, maybe eight even, So because they're old. And, and it's up to, you know, if Bielema can do that, then, you know, you're, you kind of give him a little more leeway because it's going to be a little rebuild after that first year because of, you know, the number of guys they're going to lose. So I'm excited to see a spring game, see who stands out. The quarterback battle, obviously, is what everybody's talked about. But there's so many other things. Like, who's going to be the you – know, who's going to get the ball running backs? Who is going – are we going to throw the ball? Are we going to run the ball? Is it going to be pass heavy, run heavy? Um, you know, obviously Brett Bielema is a, you know, old school kind of run deep run first guy. And so you're going to see a lot of running. It's going to be spread formation running, you know, more what we're accustomed to, but you're going to see some running. Um, you're going to see some pro style too. I think that's going to be mixed in. I think that probably fits Brandon Peters a little better, but, but when Isaiah Williams out there, you're going to be some, some spread different looks. Um, interesting to see how the young guys, you know, step up the young quarterbacks as well. Some of the guys we haven't seen much of. And then the other thing is who's going to be the wide receiver position for me on offense. That's my question. Um, you know, who's going to step up and replace, you know, a matter of and people like that. So it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, it's just see which pieces can step up, which young guys are ready to kind of vault into a role. Is Marquez Bees Marquez Beeson going to be uh, the difference maker we thought he was when, when, when he came to Illinois, you know, as a corner originally, but now switching over to wide receiver for the spring. So we're talking football. And of course, our next guest um, is going to be uh, Rochester commit Hank Beatty when we come back. So Hank Beatty is a, uh, a kid that, you know, actually I've known, you know, met him when he was much younger, obviously, but uh, being from Rochester myself. And so it's really uh, cool to see a kid from Rochester from your hometown, like, um, to get this kind of interest and become a, a member of the Orange and Blue uh, family. So uh, coming up next, we'll have Hank Beatty 
as we continue talking about this Super Saturday and this or the wonderful weekend, whatever you want to say, what type of alliteration you want to use. But a great weekend for Illinois, and we'll talk about that more coming up in just a minute. I'm starting right there. Of course, it was a big Saturday for uh, Illinois Illini Nation. The Illini football team had a few additions this weekend. One of them, of course, uh, very exciting to see Rochester uh, wide receiver quarterback do it all. Utility player Hank Beatty uh, join the Orange and Blue. So, Hank, you you made your dis- made the announcement yesterday. Tell me about the process as you were making that uh, decision and how, when you when you finally made it. Uh, well, the first thing. Uh, was, you know, I talked, uh, I had a lot of, a lot of conversations with, you know, my family and coaches about what school I might want to go to, where I might fit best. And, you know, um, I think a big part, uh, something big that like pushed me towards choosing Illinois was just, you know, how the coaches treated me and my family. Uh, they really, they texted us a lot and called a lot. They really showed that they cared and that they wanted me there. So, you know, it was good. It was a good feeling, um, to be recruited like that. And I'm grateful to them for that. Is there, so you announce, obviously you come up with the, you got the nice picture and the edit and you make all that cool stuff. But what, when did you like to say, all right, this is what I'm doing. Was it like earlier in the week? When was it? Yeah, it was about a week ago. I, I figured um, I wanted to do it on the weekend, you know, just cause um, it was going to be like a lot, a lot going on. Um, so I waited till the weekend to do it, but I decided earlier in the week that I was going to announce it. And I told the, I told my coach, I called uh, told coach Leonard about it, told some of my friends about it. So they, I think they knew it was coming. And then, um, I called coach B and coach McDonald, the wide receiver coach at Illinois on Saturday and told them. So, uh, they were all excited about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it, it, you, you mentioned the relationship. What are what have they told you? Like, what do they see for you coming in uh, as far as, I mean, obviously you're going to play another, you're going to fit. You got one more game in the high school season. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then you got next fall, but then what do they see for you in 2022 and what, what you can do for them? Yeah, they want me to come in and be that uh, slot receiver for them. Uh, Coach Peterson, the offense coordinator, and Coach McDonald have showed me uh, some of the film, some of their plays that they're running and stuff, and showed me how it's going to fit in. And I liked uh, liked what I saw. And, you know, um, I just I just like the whole situation kind of. Um, they've been treating me really well and um, – I think I fit in good there and hopefully I can, hopefully I can go in and earn a starting spot after a few years, maybe. And um, just uh, push, push others there to become better and have others push me to become better. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I, I, I cover basketball a lot, you know, football is so much different. Cause you're saying, man, I hope to earn a spark starting spot in a couple of years or whatever. And basketball it's like, I want to play now. You know what I mean? <laughs> they come in like, yeah. got to play now. Cause there's only 13 yeah. guys on a basketball team. There's 85 on a football team. So it's, it's a little bit different, but now, nothing didn't have anything to do with not having to change your wardrobe to save money with, with the orange and blue, all the orange and blue stuff. Nothing wasn't about the wardrobe. Yeah, figured I could uh, reuse a couple shirts, so <laughs> that helps. 
don't have to get new Nike under under stuff, right? So that's all it's all there. <laughs> yeah, so you can, use it, you can save yeah. a little bit there. Is there a so as you kind of your high school season? You guys are four and one, I think. Now you've got um you had one tough loss, obviously to SHG. How's your season going? I mean, what what do you think it's been? Obviously, you had to be excited. Last time we talked, we weren't sure whether it was going to be a season or what it was going to look like. What are your thoughts on it so far? Yeah, you know, I think uh, everybody on our football team is just glad to be playing. Uh, we're given that chance, and we're going to try and make the most of it. Um, I think pretty much everybody on our football team is pretty happy with how the season's going so far. Um, we've we've won uh, four of our games, and we took a tough loss to SHG, but, you know, they're a really good team, and we obviously didn't play our best, but that's what happens when uh, when you don't play your best. And they uh, they didn't make any mistakes and we did so they came out on top and they're they're a really good team, um, but I think our our team is pretty happy with how we bounced back uh, this last week, um, and we're really looking forward to uh, playing Chatham again because because uh, of last year. So yeah yeah chat that's a big game you know coming up this weekend last game of the season right um, and you know get Chatham is that a you know last year a little bit of a little bit revenge kind of thing is that what what you're looking at it you know we're gonna get get back at them for the year before. Yeah, I definitely think we have a little bit of a chip on our shoulders from last year. So um, hopefully we can make the most of it. As you get, uh, as you, you personally, you, you've obviously had a different role this year. I mean, it, last year it was go out there, be a wide receiver, and you put up, you know, you look like Randy Moss catching touchdowns, you know. So a shorter version, but still, you know, Randy Moss yeah. put up, put up great, great numbers, you know. And now, now you're having to play quarterback. You're, you're splitting out some. You're playing slot. You're playing. You've been in the backfield. You've been all over a little bit, just kind of moving around to get you the ball in in space. And how's that going for you? How's the transition there? Uh, yeah, playing quarterback is definitely more of a mental game. You know, last year I could kind of just go out there and and just play, but this year it's a little different because you have to take uh, everything into consideration. You know, the whole defense, the whole offense, um, where everybody's going to be, and the coverages and everything like that. So. You know, it's a little bit more mental this year, and um, but I think that helps me when I play receiver. You know, just see see the field a little better. Um, but I'm just glad um, that we're out there playing, and um, you know, um, I just think we're. Uh, <sighs> I'm losing my thought. No, you're good. You're good. No, it's it. I think it's uh, I think it's obviously it shows uh, some great versatility to be able to do that. You know, especially and do well. I mean, you've done well th throwing the football, um, but obviously your your future is going to be as a wide receiver. You know, uh, playing in, in slot. Have they given you? Have you ever? Have you heard the comparisons? Like, I mean, you grew up in Illinois, so you probably remember a kid named Mike Dudek, right? Have you heard those comparisons? Like, you're going to be Mike Dudek, and you know his numbers were pretty fantastic his first couple of years for the injuries has there been talk about that with you at all I think I read an article um about that um I I actually don't know who Mike Dudek <laughs> is but, okay. uh, I won't tell him I won't tell him so yeah you're good. <laughs> but yeah I did I did read some stuff about that yeah so yeah, you get a – so what – okay, let's let's say here. So is there a guy, like you watch the NFL, or college football, whoever – is there a guy you say, all right, that's a guy who I can be like, you know? See, now I'm going to pick guys. You're going to – when I pick guys, they're all going to be old. So I, you got to give me some guys that are young that you, you watch. Um, and uh, I – ooh, what's that dude from the Seahawks? Um, I can't think of his name right now. Tyler Lockett maybe. That's Tyler Lockett, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, think kind of a little bit like that because because my route running and my uh, catching ability, and then um, I guess maybe like Julian Edelman a little bit. 
I don't know. Yeah, no, probably those. Those two, there you go. Those Edelman's Edelman's a really good one to you know to emulate there in the slot. You know, came out of nowhere really and became that guy and uh, for one of couple won a few Super Bowls. So if you get to be that successful. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be yeah, happy. I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, pretty happy. So as you go, what as you look at the Illinois football team? I mean, obviously the coaches brought a lot of excitement. And what have been your kind of take on all these other kids? I don't know if you guys talk as much in basketball. I know there's only like you know there's only like three or four recruits in a class, so they're they're talking all the time. But football, you know, you're gonna bring in probably this your class is probably gonna have 25 guys in it. You know, you know, or something because of all the guys that are gonna they're gonna graduate and move on. So. Do you guys stay in touch? Do you have an idea of who they're looking at and kind of keep in touch with those guys? Yeah, I've been I've been talking to uh, I think there's four other commits right now in the 22 class, and I've been talking to them. Uh, I got put in a group chat with them last night. Um, so yeah, I've been talking to them, and then I've been talking to the other recruit from down here, uh, Aiden Lawfrey, who's a running back. So I've been, um, you know, I've just been talking with them a little bit, forming relationships, getting to know them. Yeah, you you want to get in good with uh, the quarterback recruit, right? Because then he can then he'll throw you the ball, right? I mean that's the that's the whole thing. You got to make the quarterback happy as the wide receiver. So he so he oh yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. You're you're learning that now as the quarterback. So now you got to you know the <laughs> wide receivers are all nice to you. They, yep. you know, they used to compete for playing time. Now they're now they're nice to you because they want the ball. So I guess that's good. You got to now as you get a uh, as you kind of go through how how do you feel like it's okay like um, for this year? You know you got one more game. Then you're really going to take a little break, but then you're back at it, you know, getting ready for the, it won't be long before you're ready for the fall season starting up again. So it, it, you guys have a, it's kind of a quick transition. Normally you have a bigger off season. So it's, how odd is that going to be looking at that? That is going to be interesting. Um, but I think we're probably going to go, even though we'll have like, we'll have more time off in the summer, I think, but we'll go into next season a little more prepared. I think just because everything from this season will still be fresh in our minds and we'll over the summer, people work out, they'll mature a little bit, they'll get smarter and stuff. So, you know, I think um, seeing, seeing the sophomores right now turn into juniors and be able to step up and work on the varsity uh, team. It's going to be interesting to see how all that works out. And of course, next fall, Rochester can go back to winning state titles, you know, because that's kind of what Rochester football does, right? That's what Coach Leonard, yeah. I mean, he's just trying to fill up all 10 fingers before he's before he's done, I think. That's his plan. So, yeah. so, so maybe you get an opportunity to do that again in the fall. Well, Hank, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you talking. Congratulations on your commitment to the University of Illinois. Um, great school. And uh, obviously, I, I think, you know, being a local kid, uh, it's exciting for me, a kid from the same high school I attended. So it's cool to see a kid from Rochester you know, go to Illinois and uh, hopefully have some great success up there. Thank you. I appreciate the interview. All right. Hey, thanks, Hank. Hank Beatty joins Sturdy for 30, and he uh, worked next up. What Hank doesn't know, my next guest is his head coach at Rochester, Derek Leonard. So we're going to get all the, the inside scoop. and He'll say all nice things on the air, but I'll say the bad things. Out there. So, but anyway, so hey, thanks again, Hank. Oh, thank you.
now joining Sturdy for 30, we've got Rochester head football coach Derek Leonard joining us. Of course, he's the head coach for um, Hank Beatty, who had just committed to Illinois. We just had on the show a few minutes ago. Um, coach, tell us what Illinois is getting when they get Hank Beatty next in uh, 2022. Yeah, that's a good question. He's a man. They, they are getting a special human being and, um, and special and, and probably one of the top athletes I've ever coached. And so um, that combination, he is – um, I think perfect for what Coach Bielema and those guys are trying to start, you know, to build over there and what they want to do. And um, there's no better player, no better person to start it than with him. It's funny. He's, you know, obviously he's versatile, as we've seen. You know, he's put up video game numbers as a wide receiver last year. And now he's, you know, playing quarterback and wide receiver. You've got him playing all over. Um, talk about that versatility uh, for him. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, I, I've probably never had a player – and I don't know, God, Eric Peterman, I think, was really close. But there's not too many people that I've seen. You know, there's people who say, oh, you could move him to receiver. He could do this. I don't know if anyone's ever played at a high, at the high level he has as a quarterback, you know, really a, a running quarterback, a throwing quarterback, and as a receiver. You know, yeah. um, maybe two of those things, but not three. And we're doing it right now with him going fast and at the same time. And so – which has been a challenge, you know, for me, him, and every, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy, but if anyone has pulled it off and been able to do it, it's him, so. Yeah, you've got a, you guys have had a good year, obviously, you know, you're, you're four and one, um, you know, one loss to SHG, you talked about that, but you got a big game coming up this weekend um, with Chatham, and he said, he said he wants to, they have a little bit of extra motivation for that one. Yeah, you know, this is, Griffin and Chatham are obviously, hey, always a big game, and a big rivalry game to us. And um, so, yeah, they beat us uh, last year at their place. And so, um, you know, these kids want, hey, like anything, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it when you lose. And so these kids, I think, want a, um, want a little payback. So, um, But they're a good team. And if we, you know, like I said, I think they're 4-1 and one too. And so, um, and their only loss is to Griffin. And that's a really good Griffin team. And so um, we got our hands full. And But, man, we'll uh, thank God we got Hank on our team. <laughs> yeah, that's always good to have him on your side. You, you, you yeah. know, it's we were ta- last time we talked. I think we were talking about how we didn't a few months ago. We we're talking about we didn't know there was going to be a season this year, and so we're. It's been really exciting to actually see the kids get out there, get some film, even if there's not a state series. Um, you know, I, I guess you can't add to your ring total this year, but um, but you <laughs> that's know, right. <laughs> but it's still awesome to see the kids have a chance to play this year. It's got to be great. I will, yeah, I will say it's it's been one of the most fun experiences I've had as a coach um and part of that is like you said I I think we were you know I think probably last time we talked I really felt you know I might have been talking confident but I did not feel good about it you know you just didn't think man the way things were looking um and so I guess the unexpected of of the surprise of playing but really kind of to be honest hey you're I think it's exciting and it was good for me and good for these kids and and the motivation to show hey you know State championship is important, and obviously we, we like winning here, and, and it is important, but it's not the most important thing. And To have pride and play to the highest level you can without that. Um, and there is a bit of – there was a bit of laid-backness, I guess, to the to the season, which I really enjoyed, and um, just teaching football, you know, and just coaching and trying to get these kids to play to the highest level they can. It, it, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I think people – some people have had a lot of um, – you know, bad, you know, good situations, bad situations, obviously with COVID and people having to cancel games. But 
Um, I think the coaches and the players that I've talked to are just had, you know what I mean? It's kind of been an interesting, just so different year, but it's kind of been fun. So, yeah, it's, I, I've been excited just to see the kids out there. They're, you know, they're loving it. Um, just the fact they get to do it because it feels like they, you know, you didn't think it was going to happen. And so now it's become as a surprise. So you're kind of happy. Um, you get there now, now I'm going to be next fall. We got to have a state series so you can try and, you know, add to the ring total. That's what Hank said. He said, you know, they got to win that state title next year. So so that's That's right. (laughs) That's his plan. Uh, As far as Illinois, um, you know, new coaching staff, um, they, they seem to, Hank talked about how they really made him a priority. Um, have you had really good conversations with coach Bielema and the group over there? Yeah, I have. I've, I've, uh, I mean, I've talked to a lot of, I've probably talked to coach Bielema the most and, um, yeah, you know they he, he's he's um he's walking his talk and that's that's um man as a as a high school coach or as any I guess a fan of Illinois that's what you want you know is somebody that because everybody says the right things when they come in right and they 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 they, they all they all sell the same bill of good that hey we're gonna we're gonna bring winning back and um I I will say I think he's doing it the right way and this has nothing to do with Hank going there I think he is attacking it and he's attacking it from a, a good standpoint of um the state and i think what he's saying is true and um you know that was nothing against the other guys it was just i think i think for illinois to ever take it to that next step right the next level and be consistent you have got to win the state of illinois um and we you know just look at central illinois i was i forget who i was talking to i mean the, the kids that have came out of here and didn't go to Illinois, and some of them didn't even get recruited by Illinois. Not truly, you know, not not the Garrett Dooley's, the Albert O's, West Lunt the first time. I mean, the list goes on and on of kids that they didn't even recruit and were were first team, second team, Big Ten type of kids, and they were right in their backyard. You know, the kid from Moreau that went to Iowa. I mean, the list goes on and on of kids that they didn't even recruit. And, and I think Central Illinois is even different than no offense, Chicago and St. Louis, right? I mean, it's home for us. I mean, this is, um, those kids you should definitely keep here. You know, Chicago, I understand there's a lot of people coming in and out of there. St. Louis, now there's more people coming in and out. But Central Illinois, I mean, that's the U of I. You know, it's, um, they should get any kid like a Hank that comes out of here, you know, or at least be competitive where they haven't even been competitive. They haven't even tried. They try to save face sometimes and be maybe the 18th offer right before <laughs> they knew. You know what I mean? Yep, before they yep. knew he was going to take Wisconsin. I knew that happened with Garrett Dooley. And, man, they threw out a fake offer right at the end because they knew he was going to Wisconsin. So they kind of save face. And everyone was like, oh, you know, you didn't send him to Illinois, blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, you know, and no one really understands. that It's, it's not even, you know. And Bielema got here and offered him. And, and um, so, man, give those guys a lot of credit for what they're doing. Yeah, no question. I told Hank the the biggest key for him is he doesn't have to change his wardrobe. He can stay orange and blue. So it, that's it, right. Uh, he doesn't have to get any new stuff. So uh, they, as you kind of look at um, where Hank, um, where do you see him? You know, going forward, will he have a chance to play more wide out next year? Or have you gotten that far? Is it going to be mostly quarterback wide out? What are you thinking for next fall? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a good question, and I, I mean, I am so on Chatham right now that I, and I've <laughs> thought about it, obviously, but. Um, I'll be honest, it's whatever I got to do to get Hank the football in his hands, I'm going to do and whatever best for his football team. You know what I mean? And yep, so, yep. um, you know, he called for 2000 yards. He's going to university of Illinois. So we've showcased him enough as a receiver and, um, I got to do what's best for this team. And like I said, Hey, I'm going to do And right now I'm doing whatever it takes to put the hand in his ball, whether as a decoy or get him the ball or somehow make him, he's a great decision maker. And so, um, I think it helps immensely that 
a kid like him, I mean, his knowledge for the position, like he, you know, he, he is raw at the receiver position. So when he gets there, if Coach McDonald, hey, is a great receiver coach, man, he's just going to blossom, right? But I mentally and knowing the quarterback position is going to even make him two times. You know what I mean? Because the yeah. kid knows and understands and his decision-making. Because I'm telling you, he's a heck of a quarterback. If he was 6'2", I think he'd be a Division one quarterback. You know, I've had some good yeah. ones, and he's up there with them. And so, um, but he is a slot because of, of what he is, size and everything. There's no question. He is a receiver in college. Um, but I think what he brings to the table, he could, you know, he goes some wildcat, he could throw the ball, and there's, there's some things he really gives them. He reminds me uh, as a slot as a Mikey Dudek type, but I think he's even more, um, you know, flexible. And from the standpoint, I think he go in the backfield a little bit. He can give them some um, creativity things that, um, you know, like we're doing here. And yep. I think it's, I think that's big, you know. It's funny. You mentioned Mike Dudek. I actually asked him about Mike Dudek, and he told me, he, he said, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. I was just going to say, he <laughs> might even be a little too young to know who that is. I said, well, I'm old. So all the guys I'm going to mention and compare you to, they're all old, so you're not going to know who they are. So, you know, so. That's right. Yeah, but he no, is, that's, what, he, that's what he reminds me of a little bit. You know, I think same kind of, um, same shiftiness, same, you know, uh, and Mikey was really explosive. And I think Hank's that explosive. I think people will be surprised. Um, and I think Hank's a little bit bigger, tall, you know what yeah, I mean? A yeah. little bit taller, thicker. Um, but they're the same position, right? You know, so that slot, yeah. uh, shiftiness, great hands, can get in and out of breaks, um, tough kid. Um, so man, I think, I think he's that, you know, for everyone listening, I think he's that type of guy, you know, type of player, you know? Yeah, it's, and you know, I, I told him Mike Dudek had great numbers, you know, before the injuries. So he's that's uh, right. He did. He's a hell of a player. Would have had great numbers if he'd have finished. You know, yeah. Just yeah, like you said, terrible injuries. Yeah, no question. And uh, you know, Hank mentioned that you know he feels like last year he could just kind of run around and play receiver, and it was it was so much easier mentally. And now quarterback, he's got to think the whole game, and the whole team, and everything. It's just a different mindset. So I think he's really growing as a player. You know, just having to play quarterback. No, and that's and that's what he was originally. So he. I mean, yet last year was so laid back and laid back from the standpoint of, man, he had to do his job, know his job, um, you know, and now we're asking him to do things. Anyone who's seen us play, I mean, we're switching every play sometimes. And so <laughs> it's not your normal two-back quarterback system, and we go extremely fast. And so um, I told him, you know, I told him this is, this is not easy on him and Jack, our other quarterback, Friedwald. Um, I, I give those two a lot of credit. Um, now, I think it benefits us because I wouldn't do it unless I thought it benefited us, you know. Um, but I think it's I, I think it gave him a side and another view um, that, again, he's played quarterback and he just played receiver, but he's never done both like this. <laughs> so, man, it's going to really uh, hopefully take him and help him out later on. All right, Coach. Well, hey, I tell you what, Illinois fans uh, should be excited to get Hank. Um uh, in 2022, it's, uh, you know, obviously a skilled position player who can come in and make an impact, and uh, we're excited. Hey, good luck on Friday against Chatham. Hopefully you guys can uh, finish strong and get the win. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, too. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, Derek Leonard from Rochester High School joins us. Uh, he can't win a state title next year, but he'll have to put that on hold for one more year.